The Fascination of Chemistry, Vaka's Audio Magazine. A warm welcome to the 17th episode of our podcast. Once a month, we explore the exciting world of chemistry. The theme of this podcast is the third longest road tunnel in the world, the Gotthard Tunnel in Switzerland. Six million vehicles pass through the almost 17 kilometer long road tunnel every year. Cars, trucks, and motorcycles move not only passengers and goods through the up to 3,000 meter high Gotthard Massif in the Swiss Alps. In the winter, they transport large quantities of splash water into the tunnel, including the road salt dissolved in the spray. To prevent the salt attacking the reinforced concrete, the roofs of the tunnel entrances, which were particularly at risk, were coated with Wacker's Silres BS Cream C to make them water repellent. This treatment is also called hydrophobization. Salt used on the roads causes metal to rust more quickly, as we know from our own cars or bicycles, which often emerge from winter looking rather worse for wear. But how exactly does salt damage the reinforced concrete? Concrete is not completely solid material, but is characterized by many small pores. The salt distributed by spray onto the tunnel wall slowly penetrates these pores in the concrete. As the water evaporates, the salt attracts water to replace it, and thus water is constantly being drawn from the humid ambient air into the concrete. The critical point comes when the salt, and thus water, reaches the steel struts encased in the concrete, the so called reinforcement. The steel then begins to corrode and rusts. Since the products of corrosion need more space than the steel, they will sooner or later rupture the concrete. And it stands to reason that a block of concrete falling down on a vehicle traveling at 80 kilometers an hour is no joke. In order to avoid this, both entrances to the Gotthard Tunnel have been protected with Wacker Silanes. All the work was carried out in a single night. It was true precision work by two Swiss companies. At exactly 8 p.m. on a September evening in 2009, the tunnel was closed to traffic. Because the Gotthard Tunnel is such a major artery, the teams only had nine hours in which to complete the task. They therefore worked in parallel at the northern and southern entrances. In this short space of time, the workers had to treat over 7,000 square meters of surface. Before the protective layer could be applied, the tunnel's surface was cleaned with water. Mortar was used to repair spots where the concrete was already showing signs of damage. A special spray robot was used for hydrophobization. While the tunnel was closed, the robot sprayed around three metric tons of active ingredient via high pressure jets onto the ceiling of the tunnel. That is around 600 grams per square meter. Even while the work was underway, the safety of the vehicles passing through the tunnel afterward had to be considered. As beneficial as the silanes are on the walls and ceiling of the tunnel, their effects on the carriageway are rather less desirable. The vehicles would be sent skidding. 
Thus, the workers had to painstakingly cover the road surface with plastic sheeting before they could begin, just as you would when painting the ceiling at home. The Vacker's Selanes used have advantages in terms of both the application's efficiency and safety. Their creamy consistency means that they adhere better to the tunnel roof than liquid materials. This reduces the amount of waste generated and, above all, speeds up the work. As Dr. Johannes Ehringer, Wacker Materials expert in the construction chemicals business team, explains, in contrast to conventional liquid products, the silanes in the Silres product line can be applied in the desired strength in a single process step. This was extremely important in the case of the Gotthard Tunnel. Especially for freight traffic, not to be able to use this key tunnel for an extra day or even longer was an unacceptable state of affairs. Extending the work beyond the night in which the tunnel was actually closed would have incurred additional costs amounting to tens of thousands of Swiss francs. But back to the silanes. How exactly do they protect the concrete and the steel from the salt water? The silanes penetrate the concrete down to a depth of six millimeters and form a partially permeable protective layer over the pores in the concrete. They prevent salt water from entering the concrete from the outside. At the same time, however, the water in the concrete is able to escape. For, like the walls in a house, the building material must be able to breathe, that is, transport water vapor from one side to the other. The silane layer is therefore superior to a film forming coating, which prevents the concrete from breathing. The concrete is therefore not completely sealed. Only the salt is to be kept at bay. This has the advantage that the moisture diffusing out from the concrete doesn't exert any pressure on the protective layer and potentially destroy it from inside, doesn't it? Exactly. A partially permeable layer is preferable in all cases. Their viscosity means that when applied, the silanes cannot be as easily washed away by spray water. The protective effect lasts longer. The entrances and exits of the Gotthard Tunnel are now well protected against the major problem of saltwater ingress. It should be mentioned that the work went faster even than scheduled. The spray robots were already finished at five minutes past four in the morning, having impregnated 7,000 square meters of roof surface. Thus, the tunnel could be opened again at 5 a.m., according to plan, allowing the first trucks to resume their deliveries. The problem with road salt in spray or splash water is not restricted to road tunnels. Bridges and other concrete structures close to roads are also affected. These are all places where traffic must flow. Repair work here always has the disadvantage that it impedes the transport of goods and passengers. What's more, repairs involving the replacement of whole sections of concrete are also complex and expensive. It is much cheaper to take precautions rather than repair actual damage at a later stage. The same applies to concrete as to your teeth, in fact. Brushing your teeth regularly, and perhaps also having them sealed from time to time, makes more sense from an economic point of view than waiting for a hole to form which has to be drilled and filled, a time consuming and expensive business. 
not to mention the pain saved. By the way, the construction chemist, Professor Andreas Gerdes of Karlsruhe University, is among those experts emphasizing the economic advantages of protective measures such as the hydrophobization of surfaces. Gerdes calculates that up to 80% of the cost of renovations is not actually directly related to the repairs themselves. On the contrary, this is accounted for by associated costs such as rerouting of traffic and the securing of the building site. Renovation after the event is about 10 times as expensive as impregnation beforehand. Thus, there is still plenty of work for the hydrophobization specialists. There are 50 other tunnels in the Swiss Alps alone. That's all for this month from The Fascination of Chemistry. You'll find more information on the internet at www.vaca.com slash podcast. Tune in next month. Until next time. VACA. Creating tomorrow's solutions.